Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of Tom Hanks movies Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank Okay, so I know I've criticised you in the past for starting recording and having nothing to say, but if if what you have to say is just noises, that doesn't count, Alexander! (laughs) Oh no! If this is where we're starting this week, God knows where we're going. To the moon! Alright, hello and welcome to Hanks Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Lobson, with me as always is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al! That's getting faster every week, but hello, Al! I've drunk an entire bottle of Coca-Cola this morning, Al, and sugar is searing through my veins! I don't drink any coffee, so the only way I can wake up is pure sugar! Which is very bad for my health. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, how are you? Al? I'm good. I'm good. I like sugar too, but I, I don't sit there with a spoon and a bag in the morning going, <laughs> "Me need me wake up sugar." <laughs> uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna ask me how uh, I am. Uh, yeah, sure. How, how are you doing today? I'm good. So I went to Brighton this week, yeah. um, which was good. I had the day off, uh, as did uh, my friend. So we went and drove down to Brighton. It was great fun. But the uh, thing that's relevant to this uh, podcast is that I found a Zoltar machine on Brighton Pier. For those of you who don't remember. Zoltar machine is what makes what makes little Tom Hanks, big Tom Hanks, mm. in the film Big. And Al, I, wait, I forgot. I actually did get a fortune. I should probably read that. I forgot about that. Uh, but the um, the other thing is, I, I I put my pound coin in, and I said, "Big boy, wish boy." Yeah. And here I am, still the paltry five foot eight midget I am. I'm very upset, Al. It didn't work, but I did get a fortune, and I yeah. shall read it for you. Um, on the back it says, Zoltar Speaks. Ooh. The road to sunnier days is here. You've gone through some difficult times, but your inner strength has kept you strong. Now you can smile again. Your friends see you as the provider of good sense and request your advice, and you give it wisely. Incorrect. Um, <laughs> I see money coming your way, but <laughs> you must incorrect. be alert to seize the opportunity. Also <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> Stop waiting for someone else to give you permission to bloom and let your past make you better, not bitter. March is a lucky month. <laughs> let me bloom, Al! <laughs> wait, no, it I says don't, wait, don't get, wait for people to give me permission. I will not ask you to let me bloom. I shall bloom of my own accord! So that's my fortune. That, that's but I am I am still a small boy. Uh-huh. Big boy wish boy didn't work. Big boy wish boy no <laughs> Anything else before we get started? Jamie, there's a lot to talk about. Oh wait, okay. okay. There's, Alexander, there's a lot to talk. About. Alexander, yeah, yeah. where oh, the wait, fuck wait, 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 is my birthday present? Uh, okay, so, Alexander, where so, is my birthday present? Big boy wish boy it's what present? Two weeks after my birthday, so I didn't become big. I want a it's present. Been online. I emailed to the company being like, look, yesterday was meant to be the last possible day. It could be, uh, this was a few days ago, be delivered. Where is it? And they uh, replied saying, yeah, we don't know either. Maybe <laughs> give, it, give it to the 22nd of July, then email us again. And 22nd I'm, of and like, July? They're like, maybe it's lost in the post. We don't know. I'm like, maybe you should put tracking codes on your thing so you can know. Um, so I'm still really grumpy. It is coming and will hopefully be worth it. It's not going to be worth all this, but hopefully. Okay. Um, I have a poem from a couple of weeks ago. Okay. I uh, was promised that I was allowed to read a poem, a better poem, because I was talking yes, about... Yes, about Love Island. Uh, yeah. You did do a, a shit haiku. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. So we're, we're giving but, the permission. And then, I wanted but to then we were running out of time. Yeah, it turns out talking for two hours about comedy uh, <laughs> goes on a bit. So this is more of a slam poem. Okay. Um, so Perfect. it's just a bit It's a bit more experimental. Okay. Uh, but it's about Love Island. Okay. Um, it's called Love Island. <laughs> love Island. Pour me a tea love on my love of the island. Curses in white robes. Self-described Christ of the Islanders. Curtis will lead us all to ascension. Love, Island. Pour me a tea, love, on my Tommy Boxer, who is so full of muscle. Love, Island. Now, mm-hmm. Alexander. Yeah. Would I be correct in saying that that was 
exactly the slam poem from 22 Jump Street, but with replaced words. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I might, you know that, what? That felt very, very similar to the slam Honestly, poem from 22 Jump Street. not deliberately, but maybe subconsciously I did steal the entire thing. So really sorry. To I, will come, I will come back next week or two weeks later with a more original poem, I promise. Please. End uh, the journey of poets. Okay, okay. So should we give some historical context? What are we watching well, this week? Before well, we should I not say what we do here? Yeah, what do we do? What do we do? Well, oh, we are Hangsbank. Uh-huh. And Hangsbank is a thing. It's a, it's a box. Is it a it's box? A bank. It's a bank, well, Jamie. It's yeah. a bank. <laughs> it's a vault in a bank. A it's, in the, it's a, a vault, vault in a bank. Yeah, vault. I'll accept vault. I wanted something a bit more specific than that. I'm trying to, you know, deliver an image for our sisters sure. here. And, you know... Banks come in lots of different sizes. A box, I feel like most people, of course, boxes also come in different sizes. But I feel like people at least are going to have a more specific image when I say box. Jamie, you have wooden boxes, you have cardboard boxes. Yeah, but it doesn't. Okay, well, we could have gone into that and described what the box looks like. As a metaphor for vagina, there are many. (laughs) It is not a vagina. The Hanks Bank is not a vagina, guys. Please stop tweeting at us. No, please do tweet to us. No one ever does. We're very lonely. <laughs> um, so, the Hanks Bank is a vault of sure. things. What are those things? They're various Tom Hanks. I'm doing this as roundabout sure. as I can. They're movies and TV shows by Tom Hanks. But why are we collecting movies and TV shows by Tom Hanks? Because aliens have invaded, Al! They've invaded and they want us to prove our words to them so we can join the United States of space. But... Oh, we couldn't do that by democracy because democracy sucks and makes yeah. people make dumb decisions. So they elected two people. This is an authoritarian regime. Were we elected? Jamie, we, no, we, we were randomly power. chosen. It's true, it's true. Randomly, we did not seize the power. We were randomly chosen. That makes it better. Okay. Um, to be the nominated elected to decide how we're going to prove our worth to the United States yeah, to join yeah. the United States face of the aliens. We decided to do that by showing them the works of our greatest human. We spent. Oh, a solid 10 seconds and decided it was Tom Hanks. Sure. But we couldn't show them all of his movies because as we've learned in the first 18 episodes of this, most of them are bad. So we have to whistle it down, create a, a honed oeuvre. I used it last week. I'm using it again. I like That's using it. Words, you, know? um, you speak French. So I do. I do. I also think I am pronouncing that word incorrectly. How is it pronounced in French? I think it's oeuvre or oeuvre. I'm not sure. I think you even overpronounce it. I think it's just ugh. No, definitely, definitely not. It's not just a vague, disappointed sex growth. Here's what you need to do. You need to go outside, have a cigarette, have some quick sex, have a glass of wine, come back and try it again. We'll give you some time. I'll put a bleep in. (laughs) Okay, how was the sex? And the cigarettes and the wine? Well, all I have to say, Al, is... There we go. Um... So the collection of Tom Hanks' works uh, to show to the aliens, because we and then, so at the end of every episode we decide whether that film goes in. Sure, sure. The Hanks Bank, which is the collection. <laughs> Don't you say this at the beginning of the show every week? No, I, I mean, what did you say at the beginning? I say hello and welcome to Hanks Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I have said that. Every episode, and you don't know what I say. As I pointed out, it gets faster and faster. <laughs> I, li- and I literally faster. say the exact same thing sure, every single time. But each time it gets like 0.5% faster. Yeah, but I do think in that anymore. short time, I'm managing to describe the entire alien concept of this show. <laughs> Maybe. No! So the Hanks Fang is a collection of Tom Hanks shows and films that we're going to show to the aliens to prove our worth to join the United States of space. That's what we do. This week we are doing Turner and Hooch from 1989. Now we've got historical context and show context as always. Um, famously last week there was no <laughs> historical context. But what that has meant for you, Al, is you have all of 1989 uh-huh. open to uh-huh. you. Which is very generous of you. It is. Um, okay, so cool. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <thing>. no. <clears throat> He's preparing himself. Released on October 27th, 2014, Taylor Swift's fifth studio album marked a change in the performance musical stylings, the end point of a transitional evolution that we saw finding its own way out on the album Red. To be completely honest, I have a complicated relationship with the album 1989. Ah! <laughs> I hate you! <laughs> 
personally, I prefer Ryan Adams' cover of it, but it does show Taylor Swift's range as a musician and a lyricist. Certainly, there are songs on it stronger than others, Blank Space being a great song, Style, it depends if I'm on the mood for it, to be frankly honest, and there are a lot of things which I think come from 1989 that become a lot worse when we get into Reputation, the following album, and then I don't even know what's coming out next, but it doesn't sound great. Uh, oh, are uh, you confused counting why... Counting is fun. Yes, counting is fun. Okay. Um, uh, no, spelling is fun. Fuck, that's the line is, yeah, from the tape. That makes more sense than me just saying counting is fun. Counting right, anyway, fun. sorry, I, I might be confused why you're... Um, sure, yeah, talking yeah. about the 1989. Well, one, Taylor Swift was born in 1989, yes. so vaguely relevant. Yeah. Two, the album is called 1989, yes, yeah, no, and no, no. therefore, <laughs> strictly <laughs> within the law of our agreement, Jamie, this counts. Okay, but, 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 and two, 1989 is a bad year. Bad okay, stuff okay, happens okay, again. Okay. Firstly, you said you might be confused why I'm talking about 1989, and then you said it's because... Because the album is called 19... Did you think I hadn't figured that yeah, yeah. out? Okay, so, what happened in the year 1989 so that's so bad? Other than Taylor Swift being like, born, because that's bad. There are like three good things, okay? okay? The Game Boy is released. That's oh, a good thing, right? Childhood! Sky is launched. Um, Sky which, is in the TV company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Europe. Uh, Iceland ends its prohibition on beer after 74 years. Now, importantly, when the prohibition first started... Everything was made illegal. Then they were like, you know what, let's let wine. Then they were like, you know what, let's let spirits. And this is back in 1934. But until 1989, there was specifically illegal, beer was illegal. Pretty much everything else was fine, except for beer, because they're like, well, kids want to drink beer, and we don't want to let them have it. <laughs> Vodka, fine. Beer, no. Um, so that's the good stuff. Uh, some lot, oh, Also, Seinfeld. First comes out like Yay! Uh, it's bad. Comedy! <laughs> sure, I guess. It's um, been three hours talking about comedy again. Um, uh, the bad stuff uh, Salomon Rushdie publishes the sag verses. That's not the bad stuff. The bad stuff is that a fatwa was declared against him because of its depiction of the Prophet Muhammad. Um, and currently, to this day, uh, there is a bounty on his head as part of it from the state of Iran. Um, this was put on by the Ayatollah Khomeini before he died. He dies pretty soon afterwards. It's like one of his final things is there's a fatwa on Salomon Rushdie. Um, in fact, this is not like something they're kind of settled and nobody cares about anymore. In 2016, it was upped by £430,000 to $3.4 million. Oh my God. Which is... At least they're adjusting for inflation. Yeah, and like, again, in shit I didn't know, but the past is terrible. Uh, like, his publishers in, like, Iceland were, like, shot because Jesus. it was, like, there was several assassination attempts on him and, like, people related to him. Some successful. Uh, Tiananmen Square happens. Oh, uh, yeah. Always yeah. great. Always great. Uh, oh, yeah, and the Hillsborough disaster. So, like I said, Jamie, maybe I want to focus on the album 1989 over the actual year 1989. Well, again, it's terrible. Again, it's terrible. Again. There's no fun stuff well, in the year 1989. I, I guarantee there is fun stuff in no, 1989. The Game Boy. I said it. And also, we've been over this. Bad things happen every year. Yeah, Alan. why are we talking about the past rather than fun Taylor Swift albums back when those were good? Because you can just bring up the fun thing. It was a cultural phenomenon, <laughs> Jamie, let me tell you. Also, we forgot about the other thing which we spoke about before the podcast. Yeah. Because it's important in his own context. Is George H.W. Bush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. George so that's Bush another Senior. bad thing. Yeah, but, you know, it's Why important to know that we're entering the first Bush administration. It affects Jamie, the culture of which Jamie, movies are being without made. the first Bush administration, you don't have the second Bush administration. That's another bad thing, okay? <laughs> we're not going to sit here and talk about the Bushes. I'm sorry. It's, it's sure. Oh, we're going to talk about many Bushes. Ooh. -wee. What? Right, Jamie, why don't you tell me about some context? Some context for this show. film for Turner and Hooch, released in 1989. Uh, so Touchstone Pictures acquired the screenplay for Turner and Hooch for one million dollars which was yeah. the most expensive script um, at the time by Touchstone I don't know if, I didn't we're about I think from like the 80s and then going onwards um, we're, we're sort of in this kind of peak of people paying way too much for screenplays yeah. um, that's not obviously to diss, or to diss any screenwriters but there was this sort of boom where the amount people were willing to pay went higher and higher and higher yeah. and higher and then it kind of fell off the market yeah. for that the full actual budget was 13 million, so it makes it a 13th of the budget, literally just buying the script. Sure. Uh, and it made 71.1 million, making it the second highest grossing film thus far for Tom Hanks, yep. behind Big, uh, which made over 100 million, and sure. ahead of Splash, which made about 69 million. However, if you do adjust for inflation, then Splash does technically make a little bit more than this, but we'll ignore that. Um, it was originally supposed to be directed by Henry Winkler of. Uh, 
Fonzie fame. Hey. Um, which is weird because he's not re- he's directed like three things. Yeah. And but this was going to be one of them. He was fired just 13 days into production. Uh Winkler said of his firing from the film, uh, let's just say I got along better with Hooch than I did with Turner. Whoa. So it, it appears Whoa. that Henry Winkler not the biggest Tom Hanks fan. Um now uh, I will pause my uh, my context there. Um, Al, what, what, is, what has just been handed to you? Oh, it's Love Island Water Bottle with my name on yes, it. Yes, you, you, you had... Thank you, Alyssa. You had your cup and I've got matching Love Island Water Bottles. Can you fill it up? Thank you. You um, guys are the worst. Yeah, it's true. Right, it's true. Um, so obviously this film, we should just outlay a, a general sure, point, sure. is buddy cop movie, except the buddy... Is, is a dog. But the, the dog's owner. The dog's called Buddy. The dog's owner. The dog's gets, called Buddy. <laughs> the dog's owner gets murdered. Uh, <laughs> just we really brought the tone down. Like, yeah, Buddy cop film dog. So death. Um, that it's a big dog, and he's it's owner gets murdered. So Tom Hanks as a police officer has to take him under his wing, and they try and solve the murder. Sure. That's it. So uh, Hooch the dog uh, is and Turner's uh, Tom Hanks. Hooch's real name is Beasley, and mm-hmm. he is a Bordeaux Mastiff, or a French Mastiff, also known as a Dog de Bordeaux, um, right. which I don't understand because it's D-O-G-U-E, de Bordeaux. Um, yeah, but that's Doge. also not dog in French. Doge. Like, I don't know why that's the name of this dog. That's what not... does it mean in French? I don't know. I don't... I'm, this is I'm the only sorry, time I've sorry. ever seen this Let me word. Go. Jamie, there are three things I know about you. You speak English, you speak Spanish, and you speak French. And you can't tell me what douge means? I've literally never seen this word before in my Maybe life, except for old... in the context of dog de Bordeaux. Maybe it's an uh, douge de Bordeaux <laughs> or douche de Bordeaux. Thank you very much. But maybe it's just an old French word. I would you speak modern French, not old French. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, the filmmakers actually looked at more than 50 breeds of dog until yep. they uh, settled on uh, Beasley as a Bordeaux Mastiff. Uh, they normally live for an average of five years, but because Beasley is a That's fucking nice. boss, he lived for 13 and was actually 10 when he made this film. <laughs> so he was so. old as balls when he made this. Uh, but he also had a stunt double called Igor, uh, and Tom Hanks spent weeks just like, playing with these dogs so they get used to being around like that was his yeah. prep for this film just hanging out with some dogs which is great uh, and he would also have like a little clicker so normally when a dog works on a film uh, the trainer would yes. be just off screen mm-hmm. and they would be looking at the trainer but they didn't want to do that they want him to actually interact with Tom Hanks so uh, Tom Hanks would have been given a little clicker which the dog was trained to look at and so then he would actually look at Tom Hanks so there's little fun facts about the dog and they're working with the dog um he actually said that uh, working on this was the hardest work he ever had to do, physically and emotionally. Um, <laughs> this is a genuinely from Tom Hanks. He said it was the hardest work when he ever had to do. When did he say this? Uh, this was in a 2001 interview with Larry King. 2001? So this was at the time? Yeah, like, no, no. This is like 12 years later. He's reflecting. He's done Castaway. And he's like, fuck me working with this dog, man. Oh, man two weeks of slobbery <laughs> dog, am I right? So uh, he speaks resp- uh, specifically about the staking out scene. So there's a scene where they, they are staking out and it's just a very long shot of them two together uh, in the dog. And so mm. he's taking out a crime with the dog hooch uh, and he says, we had a car on the set that was surrounded by bungee cams, the two sure. cameras that were hanging from bungee cords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing was about whatever this dog does, I react to. We will not ask the dog to do anything specifically. This dog will just do things and I will react. That was the hardest I've ever worked, he said. It was an hour that they just filmed him and the dog just in the car. And whatever the dog did, Tom Hanks just had to fucking roll with it. There's another example of um, the scene in which he's trying to get him to take a bath. Uh Apparently that took 11 takes. And at one point the editor had put together like... um, a like fun montage of him trying to get in the bath and Tom Hanks said just can you just take the longest take good take we have and just use that and so there's a solid like 40 second take that is literally just Tom Hanks wrestling with this dog trying to get it in the bathroom and that's not acting that is Tom Hanks literally just wrestling with a massive fucking dog for 40 seconds because this dog was a little shit um other people in this film so um his actual partner Police cop partner sure. is played by Reginald Vell Johnson, who is famous for playing policeman character. He plays Carl's Winslow, Carl's Winslow, Carl Winslow, Winslow in Family Matters, and yeah. Sergeant Al Powell in Die Hard. That's what he's most famous for. He's a recognizable, oh, yeah. yeah, he's a very recognizable face. 
Um, I'm also, this is personal show context for me it's literally nothing to do with the actual show but um, I'm aware of this film uh, as it's referenced in one of my favourite TV shows uh, which is Scrubs yes yes. JD and Turk make it so Doctors Turner and Hooch uh, are teamed up as a surgical team in one episode and in fact Dr Turner was played by Jim Hanks who is a successful actor in his own right however has also often played Tom Hanks in uh, voiceover roles such as for the Toy Story video games they would Tom Hanks refused to do the voiceover stuff for things like video games so they got Jim Hanks in his brother because he sounded enough like him so he is his brother he is his actual brother yeah, yeah. and he is an actor um Another fun uh, fact, which is related to Toy Story, uh, is this film is actually why Tom Hanks ends up choosing to do Toy Story. In working out what Hanks might look like and sound like as Woody, yeah. uh, they used a clip from Turner and Hooch when uh, Tom Hanks returns to the car and Hooch has completely wrecked the car. They used that audio and animated it to Woody. Uh, and when Hanks saw it, he literally couldn't stop laughing and sure. made Pixar's John Lasseter play the video back multiple, multiple times because he found it so fucking funny. Oh. Which, A, I do find a bit conceited. He's just laughing at his own yeah, voice. Yeah. Uh, but that's what made him sign up to be well, Woody. I, and I find that really interesting. And uh, you get things like that, especially with animation, where they use reference points earlier on. Uh, something like Aladdin. Yeah. It's quite famous. That, yeah, they use Robin Williams stand-ups. Uh, and also... <laughs> very famously then continued to fuck over Robin Williams for many years to come um, anyway they got my Picasso as well so yeah that's all my show context yeah. so let's talk about this film right. Turner and who the year is 1989 somewhere out in the darkness of Connecticut Taylor Swift's mother and Taylor Swift's <laughs> father are copulating and their union will form the child Taylor Swift uh, back over in California in a sleepy suburb uh, where not much happens, it's quite boring, all that kind of stuff. In the darkness, a young Tom Hanks is getting ready for bed. You can tell he's boring because he does everything incredibly, metic incredibly meticulously. He gets a pair of tweezers, he picks out the individual nose hairs from his nose because that's just the kind of guy that Tom Hanks is, okay? Next day, bam, we goes into work. He's got this new guy, one day he's gonna be out there on Die Hard. But today, today he's here with Turner, not Hooch. The, uh, the Tom Hanks' name is Turner. Yes. We can tell this because in the name of the film. Maybe yes. he's suggesting to all Tom Hanks films, put the character's name in the fucking title and we'll remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Tom Hanks in Castaway famously plays Castaway. Castaway exactly. <laughs> um, so look, 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 he's, he's out there, he's going to show the guy around the town. Uh, the partner thinks that Tom Hanks needs to get relaxed, by which he means laid. That, apparently that's acceptable to talk yes. about. Um, I will say, however, speaking on sure. the uh, getting laid part, um, the, where, where, mm. what? I don't want to hear if you got late recently. No! That was not what I was going to say, you fuck! <laughs> so done with this. No, no, it's relevant to Tom Hanks, oh. you shit! <laughs> Fucking hell! Uh, what I was going to say is we've discussed in the past that Tom Hanks um, is seemingly a bit of a like heartthrob in this, in this portion of his career. Sure. And we haven't really understood that. Boy, howdy, do I understand it in this film. What? Tom Hanks is hot as shit in this film. I don't know what it is. Maybe I like a man in uniform. He looks really hot. He's not hot. even wearing a uniform. He's wearing a suit. I know. It was a joke, Al. Fuck. <laughs> he also wears glasses in this film, and it works really well for him. He looks really His hot. glasses are very good. It makes him look very hot. Uh, like, to, to quote Mora from Love Island... I was getting fanny flutters, I'm not going to lie to you, Al. That's a really good moral impression, well done. Thank you, it's the drama best school, Irish accent I can do. Drama school paid off. Yeah, uh, uh, but no, I, I saw it. Like, he's shirtless a lot yeah. in this film. The glasses really work for him. He's hot in this film. I get it. I, 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 I'm a convert to the Tom Hanks as a sex symbol in the 80s. Okay. I'd fuck the shit out of Tom Hanks in this film. Sure. So look, <laughs> Tom Hanks goes down to the docks. Because what do you do when you're a young man with a ripping bod? You go down to the docks. That's what you do. That's where all the men hang out. He oh. finds an old man and his dog. He knows what to do. He's been given a muffin earlier today. Yeah. By and then we get old a, um, uh, a parody of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, the, the famous song. They're like... But instead of like whatever happens to you on Space Oddity, that they throw a bone okay. in the air um, and it turns into a monolith. 
I don't know. I can't remember what the fuck happens in that film. Sure. Um, it's it's a bad film. Um, uh, I'm not sure it's, it's a parody so much as just it's slow motion and they use the song. I guess well, yeah, that's, that's exactly... No, but the actual, it's a actual, bad parody. But yeah, and so it's, it's, it's a slow... Reference, there you go. Uh, slow motion of the dog running through and eventually he, um, he like, <laughs> grabs Tom Hanks by the neck and it's very... They seem to have, like... Everyone laughs about oh, this. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, this is classic. No, no, this is what Huge does. This but dog, he's full on, like, throttling Tom Hanks. This, I don't understand how he's not dead. needs to be put down. Uh, <laughs> wow! It's... Beasley is a good boy! No, not the actual dog. Be I'm, good! I'm talking about the character, Jamie. <laughs> okay, Separation. still mean. Um, he, sorry, sorry. He was going to rip out a man's throat. Uh, but he didn't. He was showing his power, but also his restraint. Jamie, if I go up to a random person on the street and bite their throat, but don't rip out their throat, that's not cool. But you're not a dog, Al. Oh, could be. Um, anyway, so... Uh, who? That's Hooch, of course. Yes. Hooch's owner is an old crazy guy who lives in an upturned boat under the sea uh, by the docks, and he's like, "Look, we should clarify. He doesn't live in an un- upturned boat under lives the sea. He lives boat. in a normal boat in a dock. That's weird, but it's like a dry dock. He's not yeah. in the water. He's yeah. just in a weird old yeah. boat. Whatever, crazy guy." So he goes, Hope I heard your noises, but you're leaving me. You're leaving me for the big city. Your big city in California. Jamie, what do you think the big city is in California? Because they reference it. I it's, can't remember. What's the big city in California? Los Angeles. Yeah, it's not Los Angeles. <laughs> Santa Monica. Not, that's technically, that's a city within the Santa wider city. Santa Barbara. Of, no, it's, it's the Sacramento. Sacramento. It's Sacramento. Sacramento. I knew it was going to time they're like, can't believe you're going to Sacramento. So much murder there. And I'm like, they could have just said L.A. Yeah, no, LA Sacramento. LA is The only thing stream. I know about Sacramento is the Sacramento Kings are a basketball team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's all I've got. That's all I've got for you, Al. Well, <laughs> and then the L.A. Kings do. No, the yeah, LA Kings yeah. are not a basketball team. I believe they are a hockey team. If that makes more sense. All right, cool. So anyway, uh, and he goes, look, I need to go. They're clearly good friends. They have good rapport. But Tom Hanks is probably the guy who gets sent to go make sure he's fine. Every time he thinks something crazy happens. So they don't believe him. They go off. They go home. Right? All's fine and well. Except smash cuts to the evening, Jamie. It's yeah, night time. It's a really jarring cut. It comes out oh. of nowhere and you suddenly introduce yeah, yeah. a new character you don't, haven't seen before. We briefly miss out. Just before this, uh, they find some money on the beach. Uh, yes. Some kids found some money. They go, look, if no one... Claims it, you get the seven thousand dollars And they go, sure. So we know that's happened. Smash cuts. Night time. Uh, we're in a dock warehouse. We think, oh, this is a bit weird. When is this? When? Where is this meant to be? We don't know anyone here. There's no touchstones. Uh, a guy walks Touch by the bosses of A guy walks by the bosses office, and the boss goes, "Hey, come over here." Guy runs off. I want to tell you, if you're stealing from work and your boss asks you to come over, don't immediately, immediately run. Yeah. That's a bad way to steal yeah, from they, your they boss. Were, they, they weren't suspecting him before, and then they were like, "Oh, he's." Probably doing something bad. So they go and catch him. Um, They, like, throw a knife in the back of his leg to catch him. Like, immaculately arcs through the air, hits him in the back of the thigh. Uh, And then he's like, I won't do it again. He's like, yeah, you won't, because we're going to fucking murder you, bitch. And then they're like, the dog's been barking. Hooch has been been barking. And and they go, go go check, see if the old man saw anything. And then the old man's like, Fuck out. Look, I see, I yeah. see what you've been doing. He's offered like, some, I, he's he's offered some, some money. money. He's, he's like, I don't want your blood money. Fuck you. I like how your impression of the old man is very, uh, and I'm very, <laughs> he's a very energetic young man from South London. <laughs> um, uh, and so um, he's like, I don't want your blood money. And then the, the guy's like, okay. Uh, starts to walk away. And then he stabs him straight in the lung. Behind, dies from the back. Immediately. Up. Dies immediately. Yeah, yeah. Falls to the floor. Yeah. There's no screams. Yeah. Hooch is still barking because he's still inside the house. Yes. The old man was like, I'm going to go get my dog to chase after you. I'm so glad this old man is dead now so you don't have <laughs> oh, to don't do worry. that anymore. Because one day Tom Hanks is going to be old <laughs> and this is going to be all the impressions. Um, and so then Hooch like the badass he is, dives through a window. He breaks through Does a he? window. Yeah, do you forget <laughs> that? He breaks through a fucking window. Now that was, I should say, not Beasley in that shot. That was a stunt double dog. That's a stunt um, Beasley, Beasley was an old man, you know? Sure, he, can't, yeah, he can't be doing yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, so like he bursts through uh, the yeah. window. <laughs> Really weirdly, how does he not get hurt? Starts chasing this uh, dog down, yeah. uh, this man down. Eventually, he gets over a fence, and then uh, we go to the next morning. And uh, Tom Hanks gets called down. It's been, it's 
Ben Amartar, as they would say oh, in, um, oh, in, in uh, oh fuck, what's that a reference to? Come on, Scotland. Come on, Scotland. Murder is, There's no, been a murder. It, no, no, it's not a Scottish thing. It's it the is, royal family. No, no, it, 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 no, it's from a it's Scottish. Murder. I, I, the play I was in was directed by the guy who created this TV oh, show. Taggart. Taggart, yeah. thank yes. you. But it, for me, it, the, where I know that from is there's a bit in the royal family where they're playing Cluedo or something, and one of the guys. But I think they're referencing. I think they are referencing Taggart. Anyway. Um, Terrible tangent. I apologise. We might cut it out. <laughs> no, I won't. That's work for me. Um, so they, they say there's been a murder. He goes down and they're all trying to fucking control Hoots because he's going crazy because his owner's been killed. That's fucked up, man. So they're all like, yeah. they've got like two um, necrosate things on him and big poles and like trying mm. to control him. And then they're all like, we're going to fucking kill this dog. And then Tom Hanks is like, no, don't fucking kill the dog, you weirdos. And so he takes the dog in. Uh, manages to get him into the car. Well, gets him in the car, immediately goes out of the car. Sure. So eventually he gets in the car sure. and, and essentially drags him alongside with yeah, the pole. Yeah, yeah. So the dog just runs alongside the car. Um, Which seems like maybe torture. And um, also very dangerous because inherently yeah. that means he's on the other side of the road where the other cars are coming the opposite direction. I think direction. they're getting a police escort. Ah. I think so, blocking them off from the behind. But again, you're right. But also, if the end drives to the vet, yeah. how long is the vet away? That's several miles to make this poor dog who's been up all night walk. Gets to the vet, the vet's like, this dog is covered in blood and dirt and needs to be saved, you monster. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, it's not my dog, sir. He's like, look, this, uh, importantly, us. Can a dog identify a witch? Oh, well, oh, yeah. This oh, is the no, no, conceit th- of this film. Yes, and it makes no fucking sense. I've looked this up. This is not a true fact. The, the, the vet says that dogs can't see in 2D, and so they wouldn't be able to identify a picture. I've looked that up. Fucking bollocks! Dogs can, like, recognise their owners in pictures. Dogs can see in 2D. Sure. What does it mean no, dogs can't sorry, see sorry. in 2D? I get that, Jamie. But all I'm saying is, if you go up in front of a court of law and there's a judge there, and just, like, call your first witness, and you're like, sure, and there's a dog in the stand, and you're like, can you see the murderer here today? How's the dog meant to identify the witness? I'm not saying they're going to be a good witness. I'm saying they can see in 2D and identify a fucking picture. Sure, but... It's a real dumb... She's a vet. Why does she say dogs can't see in 2D? That sentence doesn't make sense. Why? But also, why did Tom Hanks think the dog got a clear look at this person when it was night time? Well, he... So... Well, he clearly did, because as we find no, out later in this film... the smell. It's the smell and the... No, they, no, no. Yeah, it's the smell. No. Later, when you identify him, buys him, he identifies him from a fucking window, like a hundred metres away, uh, Dogs have good smell. <laughs> uh, Jamie, my dog has no nose. How does it smell? Fucking amazing. They smell really good. Um, no. Okay, so yeah. Sure. The conceit of this film is the dog will not be able to identify a picture because dogs can't see in 2D because he went to the worst fucking the... vet in California. The conceit of this is... Tom Hanks and a dog are going to solve, solve a this murder. murder. Yeah, so they, they, she says, like, oh, yeah, no, it could, uh, you know, identify, like, smells and, and things, but it can't see in 2D. Tom's fucking thing. Um, and so, um, really, the rest of this film, they spend about an hour not solving this murder. Oh, they, they it's, just it's, stop caring. Yeah, it's like funny. an hour of, here's Tom Hanks getting to know yeah, this dog and also and getting to know this vet. And let there's, me tell there's the you, bath scene, which is good fun, him wrestling the, sure. the dog. There's various scenes of like when he takes him back home and like tries to um, make him be outside and he keeps on barking and then he goes, fine. And he's like having a, has a big argument with the dog outside. Um, he's a very well-trained dog. I like the dog acting in this. He's, he's good. Um, eventually lets him inside, gives him a tour of the house being like, okay, so here are the ground rules. Again, he's talking to a dog. Dog doesn't understand him. Tom Hanks is a dumb shit in this film. He sure. believes that dogs can't see in 2D. He's the dumbest fucking human in the world. Um, uh, and so he's walking through the house into each room and being like, look, you have to do this, you do this, you do this, and this is not your room. And then he walks him another. You have to do this, you can't, no more barking. You eat when I say you eat. This is not your room. Does that until he gets to like the utility room and then drops him in there and says, this is your room. The only reason I bring that up is because it's referenced later, so I'll bring sure, it up later. Sure, sure. Um, and then, yeah, we get to see them getting to know each other. Again, the, the case... Really falls off the fucking wayside here. Uh, he, at oh, one, yeah, yeah. he at one point tries to... Hot vets, one Give the dog back... Like, just make the dog just be left in the vet's house. He kind of just goes, go, go in there, follow... Because the, the vet also has a dog. 
and Beasley wants to fuck the shit out of this oh, dog. Oh, yeah. Beasley. The, 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 there is a mirroring of the relationship between um, between Tom Hanks and the vet and between Beasley, or sorry, Hooch, and um, and the vet's dog. The vet's dog, very pretty dog. It's a Lassie-style Lassie, Lassie style dog. Is that Lassie? Lassie? Yeah. Lassie's that kind of dog. Yeah. They're going to do yeah, it. It's, it's, a, it's a hot dog. Like, I'd fuck the shit out of that dog. Doggy style. <laughs> bad um, <laughs> um so yeah tom ha- like there's not much to say about the like the entire hour of this film with like which like doesn't have that many jokes and it's just tom hanks trying to fuck a vet and yeah then i mean eventually he fucks a vet sure. um and then finally while like oh at some at some point at some point mid fucking the vet he goes he literally while kissing her he goes Oh my god, I figured it out. And it's not particularly clear. Like you know you know how there's normally it's like a trope in films where like someone will say something completely irrelevant and then the person trying to solve the murder will take a small thing of that Uh and that will inspire them to figure That's not what happens here. Nothing happens to trigger his inspiration. Nothing reminds him. He's just making out with her and then suddenly goes, I figured it out. Um uh, yeah, as mentioned, the dog spots um the bad guy at a wedding. From the, they're in the police of they're in the police station, and he's Hooch is looking out the window and he can see the dude that that killed his owner and, yeah. and so he's barking constantly at him. They chase down this dude. It doesn't work, and then his bosses aren't happy. Well, they find, a, they find someone who they think they at least identify someone because they're getting like a chase for long yeah. time. Uh, um, who meets up with? Uh, they can tell from the autopsy of the dead guy that like the fact that he was stabbed from behind in the lungs suggests that the guy is a special forces military op- trained. Op- uh, yeah, military trained because when you stab someone like that from behind in the lungs, yeah. they don't scream. Yep. Yeah. And then um, his partner says, "How do you know all that?" And Tom Hanks goes, "I'm an investigator. It's my job to know these things." In a terrible, terrible line. I thought yeah. it was awful. It was oh, but bad. then he immediately goes, he goes, really? And he goes, nah, the autopsy goes yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Do you mean the coroner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the, or, the autopsy guy. man, Jamie. That's um, what I put on my um, And basically the journey of this film is like, oh, straight-laced Tom Hanks is becoming more of a renegade. No, no, no. At one point he turns up to work without a tie. No, I'm going to... This will get us into the last kind of half of the film. No, yeah. half, really third. Yeah, so yeah, it's like an hour... Which it's like an hour and 40 minutes. Is where the this first, film... You have, we have like 10 minutes sure. of that setup, then an hour of dog not stuff. talking about the... Of just dog no. stuff, not talking about it. And then the last like 30 minutes is... And here's is, where it goes fully off the rails. Right. And almost where it goes from being like an okay film to maybe a great movie. <laughs> because this is where literally it goes. So all the way through, from the beginning, we forgot to mention this. Tom Hanks is going to be leaving his work. Yeah. Right? He's going, going to go to Sacramento. To, he's going to move to Sacramento. He's, going he's, to the big he's just a big Kings fan. <laughs> yeah, he loves the Kings. He, he, it's going to be great. And um, that's all fine. So, so he's, he's doing this last job. He's going to be taking holidays to pack up. But he's just doing this because he really liked that old guy. Now, as it goes on, he becomes more like Turner. He becomes more obsessed with finding justice, finding justice. At one point, uh, they he manages to get a whole raid on the docks, but they don't find anything. It's kind of weird. All they do there is package ice, and it's all a bit boring. It's fine. He doesn't know what to do. So at some point, they go. They uh, he tries with his partner to kind of uh, shake the boss a bit, but he, nothing really works. So he goes, right, you go chase up this number, and then stay in your car and don't do anything, because what I'm going to do next is very illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Hoo is it illegal? Yeah. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, torture. Renegade Tom Hanks, baby, let's go! This falls into my general problem with a lot of cop movies that as soon as it gets to the last third, torture is suddenly okay. He goes into one guy who he knows is associated uh, with the big kingpin. The guy's like, You're not gonna do anything. Tom Hanks takes out a gun and is like, You don't think I'm gonna do anything? He goes, No. And he shoots right, right next by to him, him and blows up a fuse. The guy's <laughs> like, Shit, Tom Hanks has gone rogue. <laughs> Some other guy comes in from behind. Is the guy we've been looking for, the murderer. They then chase him down because Hooch is on the loose. Hooch, baby. So they go for a run. They go chase. Hooch grabs him by the neck as he did Tom Hanks at yep, the beginning. Yep. Pins him to the floor. At this point, you might think Tom Hanks would, I don't know, ask Hooch to let him go. But no. no Tom Hanks like, is going to torture this yeah, man until he gets like, the information he look, wants. This dog is going to carry on biting your neck so you can't speak. So blink once for yes and twice, twice for no, me. you fuck. So we straight up torturing this guy and by the way it's really important to note that his beard's starting to grow a little bit in yeah. now so he's got stubble also key information you know information 
begotten by torture is not admissible in court and it's not count so he tells his partner like oh you know get some guys in Uh, we're gonna go straight down the docks we know where the money is it's fine they go in and uh, but it's only his his, the police superintendent chief guys there and uh, he's like look I've got these guys on radio it's fine you and me we're gonna go in police got a shotgun they're like sure they go in Tom Manx goes I know you're crooked boss I know you're crooked and the boss goes, no, I'm not. And he's like, then call in the other guys to come and help. But then the big crime boss comes in, okay? Little mister, I like to smuggle money in ice blocks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The money we saw at the beginning of the film and the money this whole thing's about, they've been smuggling it inside of ice blocks. <laughs> That's a, a weird way yes, to smuggle it's, money. It's really not a practical thing. Yeah. Also, I have a feeling the, uh, the money would get really fucked up. I feel like it wouldn't work as money afterwards. So at this point, Tom Hanks goes, I have a a pistol, but the boss has a shotgun and the evil guy has some kind of gun. Uh, The boss decides, in a rogue move, to shoot the one guy on his side, evening the numbers. And then he's like, look, we'll just say that we took this guy down, he shot at us, we're fine. Uh, Doesn't... Oh, the, the, the guy Hooch. shoots Hooch. The, yeah, guy, yeah. the bad guy shoots Hooch. Yeah, yeah. So the bad guy shoots Hooch. So Hooch is like, he's like trying to get in and say, and say, Hooch is like flying through. He's like, I'm going to save everyone. And then he gets shot. He gets straight up fucking shot. Inside. And then in a very weird moment, he's, you know how like in a film, like an action film about humans, you would have that shot where someone gets shot and then they would like crawl and they'd finally... They do that, but with the dog. And I don't understand how the dog is crawling, but he's like shoveling while while um the dude's like, look, we're just gonna say me and you, we were we shot this dude and he was the crime boss and that's or why I'll kill like you. or I'll kill you. And then weirdly does not notice that Tom Hanks is not looking at him at all because he is staring at Hooch crawling towards him. Like for fuck's sake, play it cool, Tom. Um, <laughs> It's so bad. Like, he's literally staring, like, behind him. And the book rhyme boss never looks around, like, what the fuck are you looking at? So, who bites the guy's guy's back of Tom Hanks. Yeah, well, so they get into a fight, and then they're, like, wrestling, and they both have their hands on the gun, and then they spin out, and then the shotgun is fired, and it's like, oh, my God, who got shot? Crime boss got shot. Crime boss. Tom Hanks is dead. Crime boss dead. Uh, Uh, The boss boss dead. Dead. Tom uh, Hanks Hooch dead Dying Dying He and takes he's, him he to the vet rushes him to the vet In a really Like a really depressing shot Like full on Clambering him out of the car Puts him down on the table The vet She's giving him A blood transfusion And then we cut forward About okay, like six so months I, Okay so what we've learned Is I think we disagree About whether this it's, dog Fucking died Cause this dog Fucking died Al You refuse to believe it I'll read you a Fucking quote By Tom Hanks I have a to make a confession. I was the main proponent of killing Hooch. It was Tom Hanks' fucking decision. It was a Disney movie, and when we were putting it together, I stood up a table and pounded my fist and said, in the grand Disney tradition of Old Yeller, Hooch must die. And so they killed Hooch. We killed Hooch, and we should have never done it. We should have kept that doggy alive so we wouldn't have made the children cry. That dog fucking dies, Al. And I'll tell you a doubly. So they actually filmed two endings to this. One where the dog died, and one where it didn't. They screened it for test audiences and said there was no... No noticeable difference in react like there was a noticeable difference in how people reacted, but no noticeable difference in what people rated the film. And so they were like, "Fuck it, we're killing this dog." <laughs> the dog fucking dies. It's so depressing, and it's supposed to be a happy ending because Tom Hanks and the vet are together. I yeah, how I was did like, you not realize? I was like, "Where's Hooch in the future?" <laughs> yeah, so they cut like six months into the future, and the reason it's supposed to be a happy ending is because the vet and Tom Hanks are together, and then he opens a door, and a little like young mastiff, Bordeaux mastiff, whatever they're called, is there, and he says, "Oh, this is your room." Um, so th- the thing that's supposed to make you happy is like, oh, it's fine that Hooch died because they just fucking replaced him. No, no, sorry. it's because you don't see all the other puppies, right? Oh, yeah. yeah it's, so it's Hooch's, Hooch's child. Yeah, so it's, I believe it's supposed to be that, that, um, that fucking, Lassie, the Lassie, 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 Lassie Doggy and Hooch yeah, had, had a litter. But I, I don't know how dogs work. 
But I don't think a little baby Bordeaux Mastiff is going to come out of fucking between a Bordeaux Mastiff and a Lassie doggy. No, you're right. I don't it's, know. But it's weird because they have the Lassie dog and then there are about six perfect Lassie dog yeah. puppies. And then there's and one, one fucking Bordeaux Mastiff. Makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. But also, again, that's supposed to be the happy ending. It's like, oh, it's fine that he died. We replaced him with a smaller one. Um, so that's the end of the film. Let's talk about this movie, Jamie. Don't fucking die <laughs> I didn't even realise that, man. How did you know? Because they cut away from it. They yeah, and then they it's don't no show, longer there's no, there's alive. No scene, I get that, but there's no scene afterwards that like, oh, I miss Hooch. Well, oh, Hooch is dead. Well, it's they already say that. it's already pretty depressing. Did you want a fucking no, no, dog no. funeral? But here's the thing. So when, at some point, they have the kind of the, the barricade up, they, he's cut the feature, the best in here living together, he hasn't moved, he's staying in small town California. Um, the, they're the Lassie puppies, and then there's this kind of um, gate, and it's been smashed through, and I thought, cool, that's Hooch. Right? That's, I think we are meant to think. Until then, you're like, but baby puppy. And I was like, cool, so his dad's somewhere. They just didn't show us him for some weird well, reason. So, so you you, you, you believe that if he was still alive, they, they decided to make not the decision to have him still alive, but not show him. Yeah, which kind of weird. Now, it makes sense. I'm not going to say this is a smart thing, I thought. Uh, look. This weird turn in the third act of this film maybe saved this entire movie because it becomes bizarre. It becomes really bizarre. It does become weird. Man is murdered in the first act. In the second act, Tom Hanks fuck. So the answer to the question, does Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks fuck in this film? Tom yes, Hanks Tom Hanks fucks in this film. film. Uh, and he also learns to love a dog. And in the third act, he goes completely rogue and tortures a man. Yep. You know in Dragnet, when the detective uh, goes rogue in the third act? Yeah. It's like that, but if it was treated more seriously. Yeah. What I don't get about this film is it's supposed to be a, like, buddy cop comedy. And it's just, it's, it's not funny. Oh, like, I think it's it, It's not that funny. And then, like, the, the main beats it hits are, like, mostly dramatic. It's very confusing. I I think it's I I can appreciate thinking it's not funny enough. I think it's it's like I think it's fine in terms of the comedy. I think in terms of but where I really like it is it becomes increasingly absurd. Even the premise of Tom Hanks and a dog. A, a Tom Hanks star witness for the murder is a dog is ridiculous. Yeah. And then as it goes on, it gets more and more bizarre. And I think in the bizarreness of the film, in the weird. Like, existential, what the shit are you doing? Why is the dog a witness? The dog's been shot. You can't prosecute this, Tom Hanks. All that's left is a dead dog and two dead men. Yeah. And that's all you've got after your, like, rampage. How have you been made, like, chief of this district? Oh, that yeah, that's the thing. He's, no been, made, he's been, been made police chief. You were torturing <laughs> a man. Here's, so, uh, this, uh, to compare this movie to two other ones very specifically, right? I have a, like I said earlier, I have a problem with films where it's a cop movie... And it's a it's a serious crime, right? The crime is a real crime that exists in real life. Well, they're and not going to make up fake crimes, well, Al. Well, no, 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 no. That would be weird. But the, the crime is serious. So, like you said, it, the crime is dramatic. And then their response to it is ridiculous. So, for my example of this is a film... Uh, have you ever seen The Heat? With, yeah. Yeah, Mr. McCarthy and... Uh, oh, no, Bullock. I haven't. It was worth a watch. But at some point in the film, they're kind of all funny. You know, buddy cut comedy, uh, funny things... It turns out someone's drug smuggling in Boston. At some point, they then, to try and solve this crime, proceed to grab a man, take him to a third story of a building, and just hang him by his feet until he tells them what they want. And that's not really, like, that's just straight-up police brutality. It doesn't matter if he's a criminal. You, they have no evidence on this man, and they torture him. They straight-up torture him it's, for it's, information. It's almost as if, Al... In a comedy. No, but the you crime are... is not fun. So my my the converse point is, Hot Fuzz, and like I hate and like Hot Fuzz. Obviously, is one of the best but, films of all yeah. time. But in which the crime is, there is a cult murdering people to make the town more perfect for the Town of the Year awards. That's the entire like premise yeah. of it. it. You first think, oh, it's this kind of conspiracy, and it's all, blah, blah, blah. and then underneath it's even more ridiculous. Yeah, it's more the crime is funny. Uh, to some extent the crime and is then, still just murder dude like well, sure, that's sure. the crime yes but it's absurd it's an absurdity to match the level of violence that okay. then comes for it but in this where the crime is they're smuggling money 
It's not even drugs. They're not even smuggling drugs. They're smuggling money. And the response is, I like someone had money. That's fair enough. But to go, I need to torture a man in a scene that is not really funny, except for how absurd it is that Tom Hanks is torturing a man with a dog, that he's had such a psychotic break from it. It's like, so at the beginning of the film, he's a man who pucks his nose with tweezers, and now he's torturing someone to get information on a crazy old guy who died. This sucks, dude, but police brutality isn't okay. Except when everything is insane, and it is the only possible response, like in Hot Fuzz. In Hot Fuzz, the only thing they can do logically is go in and shoot up the entire town. That's what they have to do. In this, the logical thing is to go to someone more senior than your boss and be like, I think my boss is crooked. Can we please take him down in a logical way? By the way, I've been talking to this dog a long time. <laughs> Um, I think he'd be helpful on the case. I'm going to Sacramento. It is so yeah, bizarre. That, that would be a shit film, no, Al. It wouldn't. It'd yes, it would. If the, if the film no. ended with him going, all right, I'm going to do a bit of paperwork and then do the right fucking legal proceedings to take down this drug ring. Now I'm moving to Sacramento so, by dog. So here's how I dog was, don't here's die. How, here's how it's supposed to fix it. You make the villain funny, okay? You make the villain somewhat of a comedic character. Because then somewhat more funny. Also, like, 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 make that whole bit more ridiculous. Like his whole operation more ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe he loves gold. I'm just make him fucking gold member. Okay, it's fine. Like whatever. But make him somewhat ridiculous. So when he then's like, I need to fucking torture everyone in this town. But I. Don't, it makes but, a bit more sense. But I don't think this is trying to be an out and out comedy as much as you that would make it. Sure, but what I'm saying is because of that, he just ends up not look. But that, that this man. Who straight up? It's just even in the eighties, torture was illegal. You, you have torture a, has never been you okay. You have a really weird hang-up on fiction torture. torture. Torture is not good, and Tom Hanks does it all the time. Remember that time in but, uh, Bachelor Party where they hang someone outside yes, of a building? Yes, and that time and in Dragnet where he slams. Yeah, that's and, torture. And that time in Dragnet where he slams a dude's balls in the, the exactly. table. Exactly. Yes, straight up. But why do you keep getting so hung up on fictional torture? Because okay, to it's not saying no, no, no. to but children sure. go out and torture people. But to flip it around, it would be uncomfortable if on this rampage Tom Hanks just started murdering people. We accept we accept that Tom Hanks going around killing someone because Tom Hanks doesn't kill anyone in this film, right? Yes, Other people, yes he does. No, he doesn't. He sh he shoots a dude with a shotgun. Oh, does he follow? Okay, so we get, but he righteously at the end kills him. He's not on his rampage doing it. Fine, whatever. Uh, in Dragnet, I don't think he specifically kills anyone. I don't think he does. No, sure. We get that murder's bad, right? Like, I can't, we wouldn't be like, oh, this police character to get information is going to rape everybody. Like, <laughs> that makes... Christ no, exactly. But for some reason, comedic torture is seen as a funny thing. And you know what? It's awful. Torture is bad. Tor don't torture people, Tom Hanks. Don't torture anyone. We shouldn't be okay with torture in movies. Unless... The movie is so ridiculous that they, and at the end he's probably put in jail anyway, but that the only logical thing in this absurd situation to do is to torture someone, and even then he should be punished for it. Torture is bad. That's what this I This is such a torture's weird hill to die on. No, no one, no no one is claiming torture that torture is isn't wrong. Then why does everyone do it in movies? Like it's the cool thing to do, okay? Drugs, fine, I don't care. Whatever you want to shoot someone in a movie and there's a bad guy that's self-defense. You can never torture someone in self-defense. <laughs> like, like, I get that it is torture, but it's pretty light No, it's torture. not, Jamie. He's suffocating. He's no, he's not. We've seen it happen to Tom Hanks earlier in the film. We know it doesn't hurt. He can't speak. <laughs> yeah, the man can't. It. No, he does hurt. It does. But we know it but doesn't. Also, we've seen it happen to Tom Hanks earlier in the film. The implication this man thinks, and the, the bad line they're getting tortured is, at Tom Hanks' bequest, this dog will rip out my throat. Yes. That is psychological torture. And also the fact that a dog has his jaws around your neck and it's choking you is torture in and of itself. Also the fact that a police officer, while this dog has your throat in their head, still has a gun pointed I in your face. I'm not saying torture is good. I'm just saying stop making it not enjoy films for you, you fuck. So what weird. are you giving this film out of five? Oh, I don't even know how quite like this movie is. Exactly! Like, it's no, but what I'm saying is like... No, I get what you're fucking saying. We're not talking about why torture is bad anymore. We fucking get it. We've talked <laughs> no, no, about no, torture no, no. being bad for sure, ten minutes. Yeah, it's fine. It's not that. It's just that because of all that stuff, the movie is bizarre. 
And I think if you if you and a bunch of friends go around and go really drunk, I think you'd enjoy this movie. But I think you'd have to, in, in a quasi so bad it's good sense, and like it's quite enjoyable. So so I'm gonna go for like a three star. Why do you like torture, Jamie? Huh? What's the best about you and torture, man? Whew. You know what? This is fucking torture to me. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I want to talk about torture for ten minutes. That's not okay. You want to talk about stand-up comedy for two hours? Absolutely well, fine. Well, Al, weirdly, my passion for stand-up comedy. I don't know if you've been doing sorry, torture sorry, for two sorry, years. Sorry, Jamie. There's, there's, or you've been watching torture since uh, a young Jamie, age. There was and as, torture has affected your life in a great way. There was as much torture in this film as there was stand-up comedy in Punchline. Is all I'm saying. Actively incorrect. The entire plot of Punchline is about stand-up comedy. The entire plot of this is fun, happy dog no, time. No, the entire plot of this is about a man getting a dog and descending into a personal pseudo-psycho-sexual hell where he learns he must Why torture sexual? people. Because he has sex with a woman. And his dog <laughs> sex... He has sex with that woman because his dog has sex with her dog. That's why he does it. He's sick and needs to get fixed, is all I'm saying. I what do you think? This film 2.5, I didn't enjoy it very much. <laughs> what would you give Tom Hanks out of five? Oh. <laughs> Honestly, it gets really bizarre four. Like, it's great. Yeah, no, I think he's good in this. I, th- I like him, he's four. Uh, he's, I also think he has very good chemistry with uh, with the dog. I think him and the dog are good fun. Um, what do you give the dog he, out of five? Oh, uh, 19 out of five. Yeah, good dog. He's I a give good him a good boy. dog out of five. Every, every dog good in boy. every film ever gets a 19 out of five. They're the goodest boys ever. Leave them alone. <laughs> They're good torture boys. <laughs> Um, and our final character uh, oh I feel, feel like I'm, I'm, I'm setting you up to go on another rant here but Tom Hanks dick meter out of five how oh, much of a dick is Tom Hanks in this film I've, I've made clear why torture bad five <laughs> torture good too <laughs> no I'm kidding every, I'm kidding I'll give him a, I'll give him a 3.5 every time Tom Hanks talks in a film I'm just giving him a 5 it's very quick every five. time Tom Hanks torches someone yeah. in a film an angel gets his wings <laughs> ah, is this film going in your Hanks bank is th- here's the thing on the so I don't know how much room there is in a bank of movies for so bad it's good and I still think in the so bad it's good that he knows you're alone is probably probably exceeds it on that spectrum, and I, hopefully one day there'll be something b- better on that than that film. This isn't. It's like this. Uh, it's a weird family film where a man tortures someone and a dog gets killed. Um, so no, it's not my hangs back. But you know, I don't know but, but close, close. Um, not close. I genuinely didn't enjoy this film very much. I enjoyed watching a dog act and torture man. Uh, and I I enjoy I. Fucking! I was hard watching what a dog torture six films. Do you get me to watch? <laughs> when he was, <laughs> I gotta stop that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go further, but I decided to restrain yeah, myself. Um, so, what is saving humanity this week, Al? Hmm. Um. Oh, sorry. While you're thinking, to sure. clarify, so whenever we don't put something in the hands bank, we have to just go. Back to the aliens and say, look, we haven't got a film for you this week, but here's another thing to make you happy and will save humanity to, to keep you from killing us this week. And so you can wait until, well, probably like three weeks from now when we actually get to good movies again. That's, that's entirely fair. Um, I know it's fair. You came up with this idea. I, I'm not sure if I've said this before. Uh, what If you're repeating things no, 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 to no, save no, humanity, no, 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 no. Which, which these aliens are going to be furious. And if I have, let me know and I will, uh, okay, I will. do something dance. But, um, look, I know the funding has been cut uh, within the past 10 years, which is all terrible. The fact that we give, uh, that we as a, a country decide that arts and theatre are important enough that we want to give public money to that, that we, we think there's, that there should be a national theatre, that we think there should be an arts council who gives out money for good and interesting arts projects, and to, to, because our culture as, is something that should be furthered, and that the culture of a nation is something that's really important, right? Everyone goes out here and says, oh, you and all that kind of crap, blah, blah, blah. But they aren't actually interested in developing culture internally. They're not interested in funding arts and things and books and all that kind of stuff. So th- the fact that we as a country do do that, and, and as many countries do, and I think rightly so, more so than America, which doesn't fund its arts uh, on a national level, really, I think is utterly fucking brilliant. So, yeah, that's going to save humanity is public arts funding. Um, mine is Mario. Yeah! 
I got Super Mario Maker 2 this week and I was so excited when I started playing it, I was literally just going while it was downloading and you can't see, obviously Al can see this, but I was flailing my arms around in excitement. As though you're punching blocks. Yes, as though I'm punching blocks. And that was actually what I was doing while it was downloading because it was bringing me back to my childhood and playing Mario and being silly and happy and fun and that made me happy. So that's what's saving humanity this week. Oh, I know. Normally I do something irreverent and silly, but um, I've done something irreverent and silly, but in a different way. That's yeah. not entertaining and has brought us down no, to no, a crashing end of this oh, podcast. Oh, don't blame yourself. I talked about arts that's been I know, but th- that I'm normally the person that builds us back up out of your depressing fair, shit. Fair. That's why I'm no longer allowed to finish. <laughs> yeah, it's why, it's why I go second normally, but I couldn't think of anything funny to say, Al! Sorry. I'm exhausted. I've been shouting so much this episode. I mean, I feel like I'd shout a lot. You know who else gets exhausted? People who are tortured, Jamie. Torture is bad. Um, where can people find us? Uh, we can, they can find us at Hank's Bank Pod on Twitter. You can find you at Al underscore Z's underscore stuff. You can find me at Jamie P. Loxton. If you want to see a picture of uh, me with that Zoltar machine that went out this week you know yeah. went all the way down to Brighton just to do some fucking social media contact for this stupid dumb fucking podcast we do oh yeah um, take your friends uh, phones download the podcast every single episode there's a whole bunch of them now you're gonna take up you can delete all their apps and download it and leave a note on the notes delete all the other notes and just say listen to Hank's back and do this again for someone else you are welcome do it and we will love you go onto your favourite Reddit forum and just like Post it there. <laughs> just, just whichever one's your favourite Hey, guys, one. I love this one. I'm sure there's a Tom Hanks Reddit forum. Please post it there. Um, post it on Twitter. Uh, just don't tweet at Tom Hanks, but but do, do put it on Reddit. Get on Reddit, you know? Um, I forgot. I do have a final... French Fort! French Fort! Um, which came from a friend of mine who was listening to the podcast um, in their home uh, and took their headphones out and forgot that the podcast carries on playing um, and it played for about four seconds and their mother went, why is that boy shouting so much? <laughs> so my French Fort is apologies to that person's oh, yeah. mother. Um, apologies to mum again. This week's episode is going to be as bad, if not worse, than previous episodes. Turns out torture bad! Yes, it makes us shout a lot. But on that note, for me, Jamie, and my co-host Al, that's another episode. In the bank! Oh, I regret doing that immediately. <laughs> <laughs>